recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we're sitting down with one of the best wrestlers in the world, discussing two of the best matches in the last two years. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, you said a lot of things there. You said the word best a few times. Best wrestlers in the world. Some of the best matches that we've seen in years. So I'm really excited about this episode, and Kurt, you and I, at the conclusion of this episode, have some massive news about the Kurt Angle show. So, and, and it's and it's and it's true. It's true. It's damn true, isn't it, Kurt? <laughs> Did we win pretty, an award? <laughs> well, you know what? That's kind of funny that you mentioned that. We'll talk about that at the end of the show too. Okay. But we do have some news that we're going to share. Uh, but to Kurt's point, before we get there, we are honored and excited to bring back the first ever Kurt two-time special guest here to the Kurt Angle Show. Welcome back, Josh Alexander. Josh, welcome back to the Kurt Angle Show, man. Um, thank you guys for having me. And, uh, you know, I heard your intro there. Uh, I'm honored to be the first two-time guest as well, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Josh. We enjoyed you last time, and we're definitely going to enjoy this session too. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, Josh. And listen, uh, the reason, uh, you know, and we have talked about Derek Sabato quite a bit. He helps do a lot of research for the show. And and he and I and Kurt were talking about it. And we were like, oh, my God, the matches that you've recently had uh, with Will Ospreay and also the repackaging, rebirth, kind of a branding of TNA. You got the shirt on, the hat on. Hopefully a lot of you are watching this on YouTube. Um, we're going to watch those matches together. Kurt Angle is going to sit here and watch. I'm going to watch a critique. <laughs> going to critique. <laughs> Uh, with you I'm and Will, how, how's that I'm sound? You nervous? <laughs> You're nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous, man. When you look up to somebody like I look up to Kurt, you know, he's in a. I, I have a long list of people I've looked up to and studied over the years, and uh, Kurt's right at the top of it. So for him to critique Thanks, my Josh. matches and the work I do, man, uh, it's nerve wracking. But it'll be a learning experience for all of us, I think. Uh, this is going to be great. You get to watch. You have Kurt Angle and 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 Josh sitting here watching Josh Alexander versus Will Osprey. One and two. So and we're going to do it. I could have been in there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three way. Could you imagine? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, let's get it started because uh, we're going to watch both, as I said today, and we'll keep it on mute and we're going to um, have conversation about it. Josh, you want to hear your thoughts about the match? Kurt, want to hear your feedback, what you're thinking as you're watching it? We do have some fan questions as well. Uh, so we're going to kick it off with the first match, November 16th episode of Impact. And so, guys, if you're ready, we're going to get rolling in three, two, one. Here we go. I'm literally pinching myself down at the table. There are people pinching themselves. Yes, this is uh, an epic match. Uh, Josh, uh, got to be pretty exciting for you because, listen, the last time you and I talked, uh, you had a torn, torn your tricep. You had to vacate the TNA title. Talk about that. What from that point to last time we all sat down together to where this is this is at now? It, it was all it was about eight or nine months from that point to 
you know, returning and getting in the ring for this match specifically. And it was all just a buildup. You know, when you hurt yourself, you question yourself. You question if you are still as good as you used to be, if you can still produce and all that stuff. And I went through all those mental hurdles the entire way back. I returned. I wrestled Steve Macklin. I had a bunch of matches. I wrestled Alex Shelley the evening before this match. And, uh, you know, I was the entire time questioning myself. I never quite felt like myself, but I knew this was a huge opportunity for me. Will Ospreay has a lot of eyes on him across the world. He's been like the go-to guy for all of New Japan wrestling and across, you know, everywhere, the hottest free agent in the business at the time of this match. And I just knew it was a great opportunity for both myself and the company, you know, to get eyes on it. And uh, one more little thing, you know, you talked about me returning from a tricep tear and stuff. The evening before this match, I actually tore my terrace major, which is a, a muscle in my shoulder. Oh, gosh. Uh, when I wrestled Alex Shelley midway through the match and I woke up the next morning and, you know, I, I did what I do. I, I went and stretched out, moved around, saw how I felt. And I knew I could do this match and there was no way it was going to get taken away from me. So I went through the medicals and passed all that to make sure I could get in the ring that day. But, uh, you know, everything I did here hurt. My entire left arm was just scorching in pain this whole match. Well, Josh, let me ask you, um, you know, going with Alex Shelley before you went with Will, uh, was that, did that give you confidence to, to go forward? Even though you got injured, did it give you some confidence to know that you'd be able to have this type of match with Will? Yeah. Yeah. The, the main event with Alex Shelley, my main event at Bound for Glory was my third straight Bound for Glory main event. It was just kind of the return of form for me getting in the ring, getting, you know, feeling that pressure of that situation, being the, the ones that have to go headline the show and stuff like that. It's the first time I had to do that. So they came back from the injury. So being in there with somebody like Alex Shelley, who's as good as he is, uh, he really like helped me along and just got me way more comfortable for, you know, what I could parlay into the next evening, which is tonight, this match here with Will Ospreay. It's funny, Josh, because as I going through my notes here and, and things that I want to talk to you about, I'm here ready to talk to you about returning from a tricep injury and are, it's four months and are you a hundred percent? And then you tell us, oh no, I just have another torn injury that I occurred in my shoulder right before this. So a tricep, I guess, feeling a hundred percent, at least for this one, you feel like you're back and ready to go. <laughs> Not yeah, I, my tricep was completely 100%. I worked okay. my ass off to make sure that thing was ready. But, uh, you know, yeah. you get speed bumps along the way and anything My goodness. <laughs> hey, Josh, did you tear the tricep muscle or the tendon? I tore the tendon off the elbow all the way oh, up to my Oh, gosh, my yeah. brother had that done. Oh. Yeah, it was it not an good easy for him, though. <laughs> oh, no? No, he, uh, he ended up getting an infection from the surgery. Oh, and it oh. ate his uh, tendon away. That, oh, they didn't no. have a tendon to connect his, to his elbow. So yeah, well, he has, he, he doesn't have a tricep. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm lucky to say I have one still. Like, like yeah. everything it got taken care of. It could always be worse though. That's what they say, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Kurt, uh, what's amazing here. You and I have talked about Will Ospreay. He's known to the world to be the world-class wrestler. You mentioned it, Josh, as far as his reputation preceded himself, Outside of the injury stuff, were you, are, you, are you nervous? You have nerves stepping in the ring with him for the first time here? Uh, to a certain degree, yeah. I, I, I never I never really have nerves once the bell rings. When I'm in that okay. ring, when the match starts, that's when the nerves all wash away. It's everything up into that point. Because I, whether it's OCD or whatever it is, I obsessively think about everything that could happen, everything that could go wrong, how I can fix it before it even happens. I'm trying to think like 10 steps ahead at all times just to make sure everything happens as flawlessly as possible. And, you know, we can make magic for everybody. And it, it's that, and it's the pressure both of, you know, me getting an opportunity like this to showcase myself on a big stage. And it's against somebody like Will who has all eyes on him. And it's 
also the pressure of representing the company. I'm representing, you know, Impact and TNA at this moment in that ring with one of the best in the world. So if I don't showcase myself enough to show that I can hang and be on his level, then I'm doing a disservice to the company as well in the locker room. Good answer, Josh. Good answer. Uh, I noticed this match has been really technical. You guys are both really good technicians. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Will, you know, he when he first started, he was just basically a high flyer. He could do every acrobatic thing better than anybody you've ever seen. But, uh, you know, in the last eight years being in New Japan, he's really honed his skills as being a fully rounded wrestler, whether it's striking, uh, you know, technical wrestling, trading holds and stuff like that. He's like the full product. I, I can't say I've been in the ring with anybody better to this point. Well, what do you think the Japanese fans prefer, technique or high flying? Well, that's the good thing about being like a, a Japanese wrestling fan like myself. I actually went to Japan for the first time in October and wrestled for New Japan first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found that they're very receptive to anything that's good. They don't care if it's technical wrestling, whether it's brawling, whether you know it, it's big moves and acrobatics. As long as you're good and you do it at a high level and you take it seriously as a sport, you know they respect it and you get that reception from the crowd, right? Yeah, you know what? It's not like a crazy roar and cheer. It's more of a uh, a clap and, you know, kind of, you know, you, you, they're watching the whole time, but they, they don't go crazy. They, they kind of clap and they, they show that respect in that manner. Yeah, and if you really get them, you get the big, oh, yeah. the crowd, like that big thing. And that's that's really when you know you got them. Whereas if you're, in, if you're in Chicago or New York or one of these like huge hot wrestling markets in North America, people are going nuts, screaming, throwing things oh, up yeah. and down, right? It's a completely different atmosphere. Yeah, that's when you get all the phrase chants going and all, and all that good stuff. But uh, so uh, another thing that I was thinking about as I was watching the match and, and thinking about this with you, at what point are you told, hey, you're going to be wrestling him? Because this is after the AEW all in in England. And I know it's a big deal for you. You said it. Hey, lots of pressure on me. All eyes on me. He's obviously a star. When were you told, hey, it's it's you. You're up. You're wrestling Will Ospreay. Uh, I think it was about three or four weeks out from the actual show. Like we knew that Will was showing up, that he was booked. Uh, you know, luckily TNA has a very good uh, relationship with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, uh, you know, it's been Will's dream to step foot in a TNA ring. He's always said that he was inspired by, you know, AJ Styles when he did that shooting star press in that three-way with Samoa Joe at Unbreakable in 2005. So it, this is just something he wanted to check off his bucket list before he might right. not have the opportunity to, right? So we knew he was coming in. And I found out three to four weeks prior to the actual match. And, you know, I, as somebody who watches everything, like I... Like, I do an hour of cardio every day and I'm always watching wrestling, whether it's old stuff, new stuff. I try to keep up with everything. Uh, I, I knew exactly what I was in for when I was stepping foot in the ring with uh, Will Ospreay. So. I noticed you did a power bomb knee drop. I never saw that before. Is that one of your trademark moves? Yeah. The power bomb backbreaker. It's uh, yeah. it looks super devastating. And, you know, even when like I'm stepping in the foot, s- sorry, stepping foot in the ring with somebody new and they're kind of hesitant to take it. I have to tell them, you know, I, I don't do anything that's going to trust, hurt you. trust me. me, you know, just trust me. And they're always pleasantly surprised when it happens. Cause it gets, right. it gets a reception from the crowd. Cause it looks so devastating, but honestly, you know, it, it's a very easy fall to take. It's a really cool move, man. And it looks devastating. You're absolutely right. I, I wish I could give credit to whoever I stole it from when I saw it, on some, <laughs> you know, you know, gif like 10 years ago, but <laughs> you're like, that's mine. And then it's, yeah. Uh, I like it. Um, I want you to, if you can share a little bit with us, uh, you know, for those, uh, obviously a lot of fans, uh, have watched a lot of Will Ospreay matches, but maybe you can go inside a little bit for us and talk about putting, what's it like to put a match together 
with him? What's that process look like? So like, I, I might think of this in a different way. I always kind of go from the hot comeback or the finish. And I, I worry about that. And I don't worry about anything at the early stage, the portions of the match, because I, I just don't know why my brain works better that way. Will just, he had a full outlook on what he wanted. He didn't care what moves were here or what was happening, but he knew the reactions he wanted for the story that he wanted to build. And it, like, I, I can't even describe what it's like. It's unlike anything I've ever seen him and Mike Bailey, both kind of think of wrestling in the same way where, you know, you, you just, you're going for these certain reactions at certain times to build up, but you're not thinking about what, what the things are that you're putting in where I'm, I'm different. I think of the things where I'm putting in to tell the story too, as well. Right. That that's me too, man. I'm I'm not one of those guys that says, "Hey, we'll put this in later." You know? Yeah. yeah. And like every everybody works differently, and you can't say that there's any one thing that works because obviously it works really well for him. And what's what I've done has worked pretty well for me as well. But there just to get to that that next level and see, you know, I've seen Kenny Omega in locker rooms put together matches and stuff like that. I've seen Will put together matches. I've seen Christian and worked with Christian, and seen how he puts together matches. We're all a little bit different, but you know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to tell a story out there to get a reaction from the crowd. Was it different uh, considering it was TNA that uh, when they decided to change the TNA as opposed to when it was impact? Yeah. Um, well, you got to think that locker room Kurt is full of, TNA fans, people that grew up watching the likes of, you know, you, Sting, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Gail Kim, Awesome Kong, like our knockouts locker room has to be, you know, the majority inspired by the likes of Gail Kim and Awesome Kong because like women's wrestling wasn't really highlighted to let them just go out there and wrestle for 10 plus minutes until the knockouts division started in TNA. And then the same goes for the likes of myself and Will Osprey. We have similar stories. We're both inspired by the likes of Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and this X division stuff that was highlighted in a time we didn't think that was possible. I honestly think that the X division made TNA. I really do. Yeah, it oh, definitely yeah. did because it, it showed a different type of pro wrestling. And it honestly it inspired a whole generation because for me in 2005, I was 18 years old when I look at WWE, I'm looking at Batista and Randy Orton and all these larger than life guys that I know I'm not six foot three. I'm not 245 pounds of muscle. There's no way I can do that. But then I saw someone like AJ Styles or Loki or Samoa Joe. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe there is a spot where I can get into this, where I can find success as well. If you're good enough, you're going to make it. You're absolutely right. Kurt, as you sit here and you're watching this, as we watch this match together and you watch Josh and you watch Will, uh, how much are you just like, my God, if I, <laughs> you six know, what? Years younger, you know what I, you know what I love about Josh is he, he, not, not everything's pretty. He struggles, you know, he, um, it's not all like, you know, get the move entirely right. Um, you know, you struggle a little bit, you keep working on for it, you keep working for it. Then you finally get it. Like he was doing a German at one point in time and, uh, the guy grabbed the ropes and he couldn't get him over. And then eventually he got him over, but will landed on his feet, but it's just, I like be, the matches being gritty. Okay. Yeah. It should look real and real is gritty. And if you do that, you're going to get a real reaction from the fans because they're going to think it's actually real. And that's what I love about Josh. He has that grit about him. I mean, he's also an incredible technician, but he knows how to work moves. 
Well, it's all about those blurred lines, right? We want to, we want to, as a fan, right? That's my perspective. We want to, we want to feel that realism and that uh, of what's going on in the ring. And, and I think that's what Josh brings to the table as they go nose to nose here right now and said, you know, you better bring it better. Look at this. This looks like a little Kurt Angle. He's a, a few minutes, seconds away from pulling the straps down. Uh, oh, we'll get oh. there. That trick works every time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh, uh, look at this, man. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you group. balance him on your shoulder, man? <laughs> I honestly, when I said my left arm was in like thriving pain, oh, we, we called this part and he, he wanted to try it before the show. And I was just like, no way I have to do it out there. It's, it's, it's <laughs> so not going to happen. Do or die, yeah. right? <laughs> You're doing and it, I, pal. You have a 200 plus pound guy sitting on one of your shoulders trying to balance him. Like, I, and that's I, the bad I, shoulder, right? Yeah, but like honestly, with the adrenaline from the crowd, when I got when I hooked his thigh, I was like, "There's no way I'm dropping this guy. I'm not letting this thing go." And you know, you, you grit your teeth, you you squeeze your butt cheeks, and you just hope everything works out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there anything that in, in the match that didn't happen that you kind of wish, as you look back, man, that would have been cool if we could have done this or that, or any any thoughts like that? Um, no, I've, I've, I've watched this match back. I have not watched the, uh, the snake eyes one, the, okay. the match two back because I got news that this might be happening. I was just like, I'm yes. not gonna. And, and anytime I watch anything back, like I, I'll look at this and I'll be like, man, Will's perfect or whoever my opponent is. They're, they're doing everything perfect. I'll find everything that I hate about what I did. That's and, normal. Yeah. yeah. And in this match, like, honestly, I was very satisfied with it. Obviously Good. the reaction from the crowd and everything, just there's things that, it's honestly me taking his moves. I'm just like, I could have taken that better made that look better and highlighted that move better and sold this in a different way and stuff like that. And hindsight's always 2020 when you're in there, when the adrenaline's pumping, when the crowd's reacting, like you might not always react in the perfect way. So, uh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I would not complain much about this match, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty, pretty close to perfect. I appreciate that. And, and we'll get to it, but, uh, Dave Meltzer feels the same way. And we all know how hard Dave Meltzer was on Kurt Angle. Oh God. Never had a five-star <laughs> match. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't hear that till three months ago when I heard it. I was just like, "How is that? How is that even a thing? How is this possible? Five-star matches are not five-star matches anymore." Like, I, right? Yeah. Did you realize at this point, as you guys are wrestling this first match, that there's eventually going to be a second match? Uh, I had no idea. No. Uh, you know, I knew there was like a there's a portion and when we go out there where you know the house send the house home happy and stuff like that we're told you know stay in the ring you know if you want to like shake hands or something that's completely fine but will grab the microphone and when he grabbed the microphone he said that you know he didn't want to come to impact he wanted to step foot in a tna ring because we announced that tna is coming back in january and i just grabbed the microphone and said well if you're coming back to tna it's going to be against me i i called my own shot <laughs> and uh you know i was lucky enough that it did happen in the long run but uh yeah no clue Hey Josh, I'm curious. What was the backstage reaction after this match? I mean, uh, there is a video of the curtain sellout watching that my wife took of people watching the monitors reacting to this match, just like they're, you know, TNA fans. Like I was when I was 15, which was, you know, that's the, that's the stuff that you really, I think at least I value most when I come back and my peers, you know, show me the respect and love and adoration for what I did out there. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the kind of stuff that builds me up more so than, you know, any fan reaction I can get. So it was a locker room monitor sellout as they, as they say for this one. 
Yeah, and I'm not gonna say it was because of me. I'm I'm sure it's Will's first, you know, time. I think it was rape, both. You know, yeah. <laughs> don't sell yourself short. But but that's where that pressure is. I'm talking about where I'm representing yeah. the locker room and stuff like that, right? Absolutely, Kurt. Do you ever remember uh, coming back through the curtain and having that kind of a locker room monitor sell out for a match you did? Anytime I wrestled AJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> AJ was so easy to work. I've told you that a million times, uh, Paul. Uh, he was just a lot of fun to work with, but he did all the work for you. And uh, all you had to do is catch him. And uh, he was flying all over the ring and you just catch him and you end up having, well, we never had a five-star match according to Dave Meltzer, but uh, oh, we were so pretty dumb. damn close. <laughs> I'm going to start my own magazine and I'll get you some five-stars in there, man. <laughs> like There you go. That That's completely ludicrous to me. Uh, so. <laughs> the Alexander Observer. I like it. <laughs> What, uh, so we talked about some of the pain that you were dealing with through here. Was there a part of the match that you were like, shit, I am in like significant pain with, with maybe it was a spot or hold or something that you just stands out in your mind. Uh, his, his finishing move is called the Stormbreaker, and he hooks you like a pedigree and he pulls you up onto his shoulder. And every time he pulled my elbows back behind my back, that was just straining the muscles. So, you know, that that's yeah. where I had to gut through it. But all this stuff, everything in between, like I'm not, I'm feeling nothing to be honest with you. The adrenaline's pumping way too much. Oh, I bet. Well, what did you take away from wrestling this guy for the very first time? Anything? Uh yeah. Anytime I wrestle anybody that, you know, is at a high caliber like this, it's just like the timing of everything, the pacing that you have that, you know, I I, I think I have it as well, but you just we all have kind of a different pace regardless of what it is. And we're meeting at, at, at a certain moment in there at the same time. And, you know, when you step in there with certain people, you just have that instant chemistry. And I was lucky enough and with Will, we seem to have this instant chemistry where our pacing is on the same wavelength the entire time. Recently, Giovanna hit me up about going to the Aerosmith concert in Pittsburgh. I absolutely love the concert. You know that. And I want to tell you, Paul, that we bought our tickets using the Game Time app. When I launched the app, I had no idea the number of concerts, games, and events they had available. They had every event you can imagine in the Pittsburgh area. And even better, the prices blew me away. I was able to get us great seats for the concert. And what was cool was their cancellation policy. I've not seen anything like it. So consumer friendly. Apparently, they also have a job loss protection feature as well. Thanks to Game Time, we had an absolute blast while listening to all the classics from Sweet Emotion to Loving an Elevator. I was rocking out with my gold medals on, and now they are my favorite app of choice when it comes to buying tickets. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code ANGLE for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code ANGLE for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's true. It's damn true. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. You thought the pacing was good then? I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. We had a we, we hit our time perfectly. You know, we didn't really rush anything. We had to slow some things down here and there, which is always usually a benefit. Um, probably could have used some slowing down more in certain parts, but uh, let yeah. me ask you this: How bad did the headbutts hurt? <laughs> <laughs> so he asked me. He was like, "Can we do the the you know the <laughs> the headbutt thing on the knees?" I'm like, "Sure," but I don't know how to pull those. He's like, "Don't pull them." I'm like, "Okay." So <laughs> you know, it doesn't it, look like you pulled them, man. <laughs> no, because like I can't like stop my neck in that direction. Like you just hit connection and go, but like. <laughs> I, I'm an idiot, man. Like I, I'm the guy that when I wrestled Jonah last year at Hard to Kill, I was just like headbutt me and give me a hard way. You know what I mean? Like we need to make this match special. That's good. So, I love that. You know what? You are a little bit crazy, Josh. <laughs> but that's why. Are. That's why. That's why we love you. That's great. I love it. Uh, I got a Osprey. Is he as good as everybody says he is? Because man, I got to tell you, I love. He's he's got my money anytime he's wrestling. I, I love him. Yeah, like honestly. I knew he had every physical gift known to man to be able to do everything in that ring at a high level because I've seen it. But, you know, when you get in there and you see that he has just the mind for it, like effortlessly for every single aspect of it, that's that's what really sets people apart. Like just being calm in every situation, not worrying about things, being able to just change things on the fly and fix things if there are needing to be fixed. Like that's the stuff that makes you really special. And he's no doubt like, I, I can say the best wrestler I've ever wrestled. I've wrestled a ton of guys that I think are the best guy I've ever wrestled, but uh, he's definitely in that conversation. Man. Okay. Where would you rank this match for your career? I mean, that's a tough one. This one, I probably wouldn't rank super high. Like it might, might crack my personal top 10. It was a amazing experience. Mm. It was like a, it was a stepping stone for me to like elevate myself. Yes. But just for like pressure situations when you go out there and you rise to the occasion, the ones that you come back from and you're super proud of, uh, the second match is definitely on that list. But uh, you know, I've had matches main eventing. You guys got better, right? Yeah, we got better. That, that that's what you always want to do, right? And that's the yeah. that's the problem. If you have a really good one, like how are you going to top that? Right? Yeah, how are you going to outdo the last one? You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. And the great thing is, we're going to get to watch that one next. So I'm I'm pumped about it. Now you said you t- you said your top ten. So I got to ask. Josh, what's, what's your number one right now, as far as where you're at in your career. And obviously that can change in the future, but what is your number one? Uh, This one, it's a weird one, but it's a personal favorite for me. Uh, I like my, my go-to is always the same. me defeating Moose at rebellion, win back the impact world championship. My family was there when I came to the back, all the boys were there. You know, I I started crying like crazy because it was just this flood of emotions from all this work I did to that point. But, uh, the one I'm most proud of, I I, I had a 60 minute Ironman match and we did an overtime of like seven minutes in front of no crowd during COVID against TJP. And that, that was really the springboard for my career. The second they asked me if I was willing to do it, I said, yes. And I I don't think many people would say yes without hesitation like that. But I I just knew they were gifting me this opportunity on a silver platter to show that I could do everything in that ring that I need to do to be like a top guy and a representative during the pandemic though, huh? Yeah. Doing like any match in front of no crowd suck, but going 67 minutes or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably going, why, why am I doing this? Yeah. There's, there's the uh, ending to this first one. Will with the big pin and uh and that closes the the, the first match down. I gotta ask, uh were you disappointed at all with this match or felt felt great and and knew hey, we we did something special out there. 
Yeah, no, I, I felt great. And like I said, I didn't know the rematch was happening. And when we walked through the curtain to the back, like the first thing we were greeted with was like Scott Demore management and people, you know, letting us know that, you know, they enjoyed it and thought it was one of the best matches they've ever seen and all this stuff, stuff that I don't hear too often from, you know, Coach Demore and stuff like that. But, uh, and then Will turned to me, he's just like, I'm coming back and we have to do another one. And that's when like the second match kind of got made. So well, that, did that gave Will me all the this match in the first place? Uh, Will wrestled the evening before at Bound for Glory against Mike Bailey, and I, I think he had a list of people he wanted to wrestle between Bailey and I. I think we we're two at the top of the list. So, oh, nice. Well, as I you said, Dave, top of my list too. Yeah, absolutely. Dave Meltzer will give you guys. Here you go, Kurt. Ready? Four and three quarter stars for the match. <laughs> he never gave oh, that either. <laughs> Listen, it was the same as Kurt's top match ever from Dave Meltzer. So, uh, so there you go. That's what is he that, gave this one. Is that Sean and Kurt? I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Oh, he only question. gave me four for Sean. I didn't think so. I, yeah. I I don't know if it was was it you and Chris Benoit? Maybe it was me and Chris Benoit yeah. Royal Rumble two thousand three. Yeah. Oh, and well, we had I mean, a really just... good uh, trade off submission match. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I was blown up watching it. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we got a special treat here. And real quick, I want to mention this before we jump into the next match. And that is uh, if you haven't signed up yet for all of the TNA app, you can do that. And here's a way to do it. Check out watch.tnawrestling.com forward slash sign up. And when you do that, put in code Kurt24. And uh, we would appreciate that on behalf of the Kurt Angle Show. Listen, they're completely back to the TNA brand. That's where Kurt spent the bulk of his career. That's where, listen... People, Kurt, you were doing the craziest, the crazy things when you were in TNA. The most, some of the most impressive wrestling of your career was in TNA, was it not? It was the best part of my career. Yes, yes, it was. So, so check it out, and that's where you can watch these amazing matches as well. Once again, watch.tnawrestling.com forward slash sign up, and then use that promo code Kurt twenty four. With that, guys, let's jump in. We got the next match up, and uh, I'm going to throw it to you. Here we go. It's Will. It's Josh Alexander, part two. Here we go. And now it goes down officially in a TNA ring between two of the best on the planet today. The feeling is palpable here at the Palms in Las Vegas. The uh, You know what's cool? Both you guys have heard that TNA chant just like that at, at different times of your career in your life. How cool was that, man, to hear that TNA chant all over again? You know what? TNA, and TNA fans are a little different. They're a little more passionate. Uh, they're a little louder. There's obviously not a, as many people as you at WrestleMania, but the people that are in that arena, they make a lot of noise. It's really cool. Ah. Uh. Josh, what about it for you? This is now here you are all branded, ready to go. The the launch of TNA back again. How fun is it to be after? I'm sure, like you said, you're a student of the game. You've watched all the matches growing up. The AJ style, Samoa Joe's, Kurt Angle. And here you are now. You're really carrying the banner of TNA wrestling. It's going to sound corny or cheesy, but it, it was honestly a dream come true. Like the second I got in the ring and you hear those TNA chants, like I'm transported to being a 15 year old kid watching, good, you know, those crowds in Orlando where they were like a mosh pit behind the ring, jumping up and down, screaming TNA and stuff like that. And it's just something amazing to be a part of. Like I, I never thought any of this was possible. So, mm. hey, hey, Josh, when you were you told you were going to be wrestling well again? Uh, I knew it was possible but there was you know political things whether or not he could 
lose or not. So they didn't want me to drop twice to him. Okay. So it might've just been somebody else. And then I, I think, I honestly think it was Will that just called in and said, do Josh, I don't care. I want to put him over all this other stuff. Nice. So, you know, good, good. At yeah. least he, uh, at least he, you know, he has a heart. <laughs> well, that, that, as a fan, it makes me want to cheer for the guy more when you, when yes, you're talking about somebody like that, you know, he's just like, Honestly, for to be at the level that he's at right now, you know, to be doing what he's about to be doing in February when he moves on to AEW and stuff like that, just to do this in between, uh, you know, it shows that, you know, he really cares about TNA as a brand. He said he wanted to highlight me and make me the guy that can be here when he's gone and all this stuff. And so uh, cool. it's just it's just professionalism at its best, man. Yeah. That's all it is. Now, with this match, how's the shoulder feeling for, for, for match two? Shoulder's fine. Completely, yeah. you know made up for everything uh maybe a little bit out of shape because it couldn't work out for a solid three weeks ah. or do much but uh you know the nerves are, are almost there even more so than the first one because i know i have to top that first match why and, were you out of shape josh uh well i i run the stairs i do that every day but i couldn't use my left arm for five weeks after ah. that last match because i tore my terrace major i had to wait for it to oh, scar that's up. right your shoulder okay yeah mm-hmm. So cardio wise, I'm always fine because I'm on those stairs every single day. But uh, you know, just you don't know what's going to happen when you start using your arm and doing all that stuff. So right, right. But at least from the, your mindset, you've already you guys have touched each other, worked with each other for over 20 minutes. So what's your mindset like coming into this to this one? Is it a little different than the first first go around? Uh, a little different, uh, as you're going to see throughout the match. We raised the stakes. Uh, we're trying to tell this story. Like he, his whole promo going into it was that I need to be a world beater. I need to. I need to rise to the occasion. I'm only going to get one chance to do it, to beat one of the best in the world, yada, yada, and stuff like that. So that's the kind of story we're going to tell throughout this match. And to do that, you know, we have to raise the stakes. We're doing a lot more high-risk stuff. Uh, me, I'm going to sustain a lot more punishment throughout the match and take a few more risks. But, uh, you know, the nerves, like I said, when the bell rings, they wash away. And then it's just, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm just feeling like I'm in the zone or something like that. I, don't, I have no other way to explain it. Uh, I don't even think about the things I'm doing once I'm in that ring. So sure. Hey Josh, is it easier or more difficult uh, to put this match together after you already had one? Oh, uh, this one was way easier. The first time and we didn't really know each other too much, but uh, yeah, but this you guys one, had an incredible match. I mean, we're talking four and three quarter stars from Meltzer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he yeah, doesn't but, give out five stars very often. That's only thing you hurt. <laughs> i mean i've never had one either so we're in the yeah, same oh, there level. you go we're more similar than people think maybe but uh <laughs> no uh yeah it's just like it came together so easily because we were more familiar with each other we knew we, we were going to be on the same pacing so we're not talking or discussing any of that stuff before the match and a lot of the stuff is just left to feel and i i think i react better when it's just left to feel rather than try to plan how you're going to react to certain things so I tell you what, buddy, there was a lot of hype for the first match. And so now, like you said, here comes the rematch. Uh, but it sounds like you just fully embraced it. We're like, hey, let's go. Let's let's show them what we can do now. Uh, they, they, they saw match one. Let's tear it down again. Match two. Was the, sounds like that was your mindset. Yeah. And if there's anything that like benefits me, it's pressure. It's, it's like people wondering and chattering that is this one going to be better than the first one or can they do it again? All this other stuff. When I, when I feel pressure, I always seem to rise to the occasion, but that's because I obsess over everything and overwork for everything. So. 
and, and we mentioned that, Hey man, this is now, this is TNA. Did you guys have agents to put this together or are you guys just in a room and having a conversation? Like, here we go type thing. This is what we're going to do different this time around. Uh, yeah. Lance storm is pretty much exclusively my agent, uh, in TNA. And it's been amazing to work with He's got an amazing mind for wrestling and it helps me a great deal. There were some things in this match that Lance suggested we didn't do. And we had to kind of fight him, huh. to, you know, what are some of those things? Well, you see a table right there, and this yeah. is just a regular, regular <laughs> match. Uh, you know, and it, it got to a point where, you know, we had to get Scott DeMore Lance involved, and we were just begging. We were just like, let us use the table. Okay. We can we can either bump the ref or we can do something so we get that. We just want the drama of a big Watch bump this, in this match. This is this is oh man, you guys. Is this the no nah, we're not we we're not giving it to not you? Not there yet. yet. Okay, no. okay. Uh and uh, I think it was Scott. He came up and he's just like, Lance and I have decided that maybe we're just stuck in our ways and we're old heads and we should just stand back and let you guys have your match. And we just thanked nice. him. And, you know, we said, we said it would be good. So. Hey, you didn't get heat with him. Did you? No, no. It, like we're, we're not demanding anything. If he didn't want the table, we would have fully put it away and, you know, done something else instead, but probably would have hurt me far more, but, but you know what? It adds that layer of something different for match two versus match one. So it's, it's, uh, it's a nice change or addition versus what you did you know what it, it, it might have helped the match i haven't seen the spot yet but it didn't take away from it either yeah because what you're doing in the ring is nothing short of remarkable i mean you guys are you're paced well your moves are great uh the, you're telling a great story uh it's really good to watch i mean i i you know the the table i understand why lance didn't want it because you two are such incredible performers you right. don't really need a table you know, that's what I was always told is don't do gimmick matches, Kurt. You're an Olympic gold medalist. You're a great technician. Do what you do best. And and that is what you do best, Josh. But there's no shame in getting a table involved every once in a while. Just but ask the guy. The just part, ask, yeah. You want to be a technician. and You want to put on the best matches you can. But, but but Josh, Kurt's most asked about match is him trying to put Shane McMahon through a glass oh, wall. God, so, <laughs> it, so, you know, it's okay from time to time. And you guys it made is, it. Before. It is. So, I hated that match, though. <laughs> well i loved it as a fan so <laughs> yeah exactly as a wrestler i understand though totally now but um yeah. no uh, this is i've been in tna or impact wrestling for five years at the point of this match and i've never used a table right? mm. like i i, I didn't I, think you did i no. you know watching you over the past i never saw you with a table so th this is the first time right oh uh, cool. well sorry Bully Ray used a couple tables when I fought him, but <laughs> well, if you're Russell saying. Bully Ray, then there's going to be a table involved. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, I just get my time and it's keep it in the ring, brother, and that's it. So <laughs> it's nice to add a little more drama in there. Well, your career will last longer, brother. I hope so. Look at this. Oh man, look, look at the combinations here, Kurt. It's just putting on a clinic. And this is the first time you've watched this back with well, There it is. There's that power, I that power that bomb backbreaker. You love it. If I was still wrestling, Josh, I would steal that from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as I can keep the ankle lock, we're safe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're even. It's just so easy wrestling somebody like Will, because like I obsess over how I'm going to take other people's moves so I can make it look as good as possible and as easy as possible for them to do you know and what? Stuff. that's part of it josh is taking the moves correctly and especially if you can add a little flavor to it make it look yeah. more devastating yeah. that's always a good thing man just but don't like, injure yourself <laughs> you could watch that powerbomb backbreaker i do on like 10 different people and 
it's obviously going to look the best on Will. You know what I mean? Like he, oh, he's in the yeah. same mindset. What was the highlight of these two matches for you? Uh, the second match was definitely just, it was the crowd, man. Just like that, those TNA chants, them being with it the entire way. We actually, this was a television taping and they had a six man tag that followed us and the match ended. And I was just like, man, I'm so sorry. I feel bad for those guys. Man. <laughs> awesome. uh, like luckily. O'Connor that does suck, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be in that position personally, but like there was no, no way I was going to follow that. <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the first one was just, you know, when it was all said and done, knowing that, you know, I hung with, you know, the guy that is regarded as one of the best in the world and, you know, showcased myself because I've busted my ass to get to this point. Absolutely. And it's hard it was, to get some spotlight on you from time to time, right? Yeah. Look, look at this. Look at the power. Shoulder definitely wasn't hurting. No. Yeah. And uh, was there something with working with him? And we haven't talked about this at all that maybe surprised you about well that you didn't anticipate uh like from watching his stuff uh you know firsthand you know when we've done shows together or you know just like on my phone when i'm doing cardio i i thought there was no way he's not killing you with some of the stuff he does some of these kicks he throws Ah. and stuff and i've i've probably never wrestled any who's so precise like his kicks to the face and kicks to the head like i don't put my hand up ever because i had the ear pad (gasps) (sighs) Kurt, what do you think of that one, buddy? That was impressive. I mean, are you happy you're retired now or I, I what? Can't believe Josh had the balls to take that. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm crazy, like I said. I'm, so that I'm one not, didn't hurt at all, right? You are fucking crazy. Here it is. Look at this. Look at this, Kurt. Here's the replay. Wow. <laughs> now, this is what this, again, though, this is to me, this is a memory of match two that sets, you know, makes it different than match one. So I like it. I'm glad it's part of it. You know what? Good thing the ground broke your fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That table just exploded. It didn't really slow us down whatsoever. Yeah. That's... yeah. Hey, quick question, man. Did you notice an uptick in TNA, interest in TNA after your matches with Will? Do you think that helped? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, uh, like Will, uh, first and foremost and then like guys like okada and other people coming in you know you're, you're bringing eyes from a different company from wrestling fans that oh, might follow names. something yeah. else and not yeah. people that have left tna behind and not given them a chance because of stuff that may have happened right. in the mid 2010s you know what i mean we're trying to get those eyes back because we've had a great product for the last you know four or five years yeah. it's just trying to get those eyes back because i guarantee once we get them back they're going to be retained so bringing in someone like will okada all these other names that might bring those eyes just to kind of like have some interest and check it out. That's, that's the thing we need. And it definitely boosted our, uh, you know, our buzz in the wrestling scene for sure. I don't think we're spoiling it for anybody. If we are, I'm sorry. Yes. Josh does win match two. Uh, but man, how big of a deal is it? Like you said, uh, we talked about, it, I guess a little bit earlier, you know, as, as we're watching the match, will was committed. Hey, I want to put you over. How big of a deal is this though for you personally, especially as you said, now there's a lot more eyes that are starting to come back to the brand again. Uh, I, I, it's a monumental deal to me. Like, uh, I, I only hope, like I I told Will after the match, I I hugged him and I said, thank you for doing that for me. I very much appreciate it because he didn't have to. And there was people that didn't want him to, but he wanted to. And (laughs) I, I, I hugged him and I said, man, I just hope that I'm at a point in my career one day where I can do the same thing for somebody else. Because, you know, it, it feels good for me personally because it highlights me. It, it springboards my career a little bit further and all this other stuff. 
but it must feel good for him to be able to like pass something on like that to somebody that he knows isn't going to waste it. Well, he definitely gained a whole new perspective and respect for you. Absolutely. He would have never came back and put you over. But not only that, the fans too, right? The fans maybe that haven't been familiar with your work before, Josh, that are like Osprey fans are like, oh, I watch everything he does. Now they know what you do and are capable of too. And I mean, it just raises, it raises everybody. Yeah. It just, your stock in wrestling, it can fluctuate so fast these days. And when you have certain matches, there's so much content week to week where things you can have, I can have the best match every Thursday night on impact wrestling, but it it might fall to the wayside because they see something on Saturday on collision or Monday on raw. And, you know, there's just so much content out there, but you know, when you're in there with like guys that have the buzz that will Ospreay has that carries, you know, the memory of that match that much further. And it'll carry my memory of this match that much further too. In the mind's eye of the fan. Well, what's next for you in TNA? Uh, well, I've become the world beater officially. Like Will <laughs> said, I needed, I needed to be one. This company needed one. And now I am the world beater. So uh, it's just uh, business as usual until I get back that TNA World Heavyweight Championship. It's uh, So we put a post out, uh, the Kurt Angle show, so, social media, and we got some fan questions. And I thought, well, let's get to some of those as we watched you beat the living shit out of each <laughs> other here in the ring, uh, throwing haymakers at each other. Oh, my God. What a move. So we got a few. and uh, Real quick, what happened to your headgear? I threw it at him. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So, so I, I, must, I must have been looking down my notes. I missed. <laughs> if you if you followed my career, there's two there's two times my headgear will come off. You'll either like kick me or hit me, and it'll fly off, mm-hmm. or I'll get so mad I'll grab it and I'll throw it at your chest, and then I'll just lose my mind. It's a big fire up spot. But every time, oh, so it's not. I'd be right before a finish move. <laughs> no, every time my headgear comes off, though, uh, you know, fans have started to recognize this. I get yeah. to a level of like I'm not taking any crap it's going down you know yeah, yeah exactly. it's about to get yeah it's about to get ugly new year's resolutions are hard but saving money is easy with savewithconrad.com you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket but if you've got credit card debt you can get rid of it just like that and skip your next two house payments that's right no payments until april at savewithconrad.com the team at Save with Conrad are routinely helping families just like yours save five, six, seven, even $800 a month. Find out how much money you can save for free at SaveWithConrad.com. MLS number 32416, equal housing lender, SaveWithConrad.com. So uh, we got we did get a question, Joe from Bayonne. He said, Josh, what would it mean to you becoming a three-time TNA world champion? Well, for me, you know, it's the first time TNA world champion because I had the Impact World Championship before. There you go. So so really, it's just, uh, you know, it would mean a lot because, you know, I sat on my couch at 15 years old with my wrestling friends watching this stuff every Wednesday night, just, you know, thinking it's impossible. And, you know, winning the Impact World Championship, that gave me a little bit of that satisfaction. But, you know, having that belt with those TNA letters on it. You know, showing it to my boys from high school and watching their reaction to it, that'll just, uh, you know, it'll make the 15-year-old me that much more proud and happy of everything I've gone through and done to get to this point. And, and I'm a little bit of a, of a belt mark. I have a few behind me. They did an amazing job with who they work with, with the championship belts. That world yeah, championship is incredible. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I was a huge fan of the original designs, uh, yeah. the original TNA, you know, heavyweight championship and the X division belt and all that stuff. I, I'm not a huge belt guy like i don't collect okay 
and all that stuff. I have friends that do, but I, I do appreciate when they look really classy and good yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I thought they really found like a, a happy medium between the original designs and a fresh design. So yeah, it's going to look well, real sharp around the Josh, but I stole yeah. one of those TNA World Heavyweight titles. <laughs> Whoever you stole it from, they don't even own the company anymore, Kurt. So forgot, man. <laughs> yeah. it was a long time ago. Yeah, it's all good. This was in 2014. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful, and it's going to look sharp around your waist one day, so we can't wait for that. IMBSO3 says, talk about a dream match. Alexander versus Angle. Man, that's a WrestleMania-type match. How, how cool would that be to see the two of you get together in a dream match scenario? That'd be cool, but did you just see this counter to that move? Uh, I wow. did. Holy shit. <laughs> that was impressive. Sorry. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm stuck on trying to find a DeLorean so we can get, you know, Kurt Angle 2009 shifted into 2024 so we can have this dream match that everybody's talking about. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm telling you, man, outside of video games where people can create a character and make that happen, it it would be so fun to see the two of you. Again, that is a dream match that a lot of people talk about with your styles and how, again, ankle lock and the inspiration that Kurt's been to you and your career. Uh, Kurt, you see how he works now in the ring. We're watching some incredible matches. Can you imagine laying hands on Josh and what you two could do in a ring? If I got a ring with him today, I would fall apart piece by piece. Okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about now, Porcelain. I'm talking about five, ten years ago. Well, when you, you can really... always say what if. But when, <laughs> when it comes down to is it ain't going to happen, isn't going to happen. So let's not talk Come on, about it. let me try to promote it, you're going to do is get me upset. <laughs> do you still get the itch? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And my wife humbles me and says, Hey, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I just did a, a post on social media, pretending like I was coming out of retirement. And I I pretend I was calling Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac. And my wife says, What are you doing? I said, Nothing. Wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, nice wife's nice variation. That was great. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, Josh. <laughs> are you able to watch it, Josh? Your your video? I think I did watch it. Okay. Oh, he's watching the game watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's watching the match okay. with us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He can see it. We uh we have a guy that uh sent in a tweet, and I don't think it's the guy, but he goes by the name of Sean Michael, not with an S. It's just Sean Michael. Is it uh, with an S S H A W N? It's S H A W N. Sean oh, Michael. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I I think it's just his gimmick name. Any chance we can see Kurt Angle in your corner for any of your matches? What do you say, Kurt? Huh? Um, you know what? I'd be honored to manage Josh, but they're gonna have to pay me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, if you're good at something, you never do it for free. So no, uh, I can no, totally no. respect you that. Not in this business, Josh. You can't. <laughs> no. Always remember that, man. Nothing's for free. There you go. That's good advice from a, from a wily veteran of, of the <laughs> business. I've worked with Kurt long enough to understand. Uh, if the dollars are right, Kurt will be there. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Don't get me wrong. I love it. But you got you got to really stand up and make sure that you get paid. That's, that's what it's all about. True. Yeah. Uh, you can the, love uh, it all you want. But at the end of the day, if you're not getting paid, there's not much to love. Yeah. Yeah. You got to protect your brand. Got to provide for your family. Bingo. The uh, the Dark Rattler says you can wrestle anyone from TNA's history. Josh, this is for you. Who would it be and why? You can answer with multiple people. It doesn't have to be just one. So anybody from the TNA lineage, who would it be and why? 
Uh, well, I think Kurt goes without saying, um, but AJ Styles, because he was, to me, he was the face of the early years of TNA. He was. He was the he, face when I was there, yes. Yeah, and and like I, I think like the, the downfall of the company was when they let him when they let him go in twenty what fourteen, fifteen ish, right? So that, that when was I, when the company kind of went under, yeah. Yeah, when I think about TNA, the first name that pops up is AJ Styles. And if people wanna yeah. you know, people call me the face of the new generation that we've done over the last five years, then I think that would be the marquee match to do. And it'd personally be my dream match for, you know, a fifteen year old kid who was just and an he's still wrestling, brother. Yeah. Never say never to that one. <laughs> and he's chiseled and looks like he's in the best shape of his life. He is, man. <laughs> he just got that little problem called a he's WWE contract. Yeah. Yeah. He's eating his chicken snacks. Come on, Kurt. You should always keep <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Steve Slam says, Will Ospreay said he would like to see you at G1 Climax in New Japan. Is this a goal for you this year? Uh, uh, 100%. I, I think the G1 would be the perfect place. Like he, he told me, he was like, the G1 is the perfect spot for you to highlight yourself. And once you do one tour and do those matches with like highlight singles matches with the likes of Ishii or Shingo and all these other names, it'll just put you on a different like plane of existence in pro wrestling. And I embrace that fully because, you know, a G1 is, it's hard on your body. It's a grueling, you know, tour that you have to do. But, you know, I, I don't think anything you get, you shouldn't work for. So I totally love to go to new Japan and do a G one. Mm. We, uh, Kurt, uh, I saw, um, and, and, and Josh, you, I'm sure you saw this, but, uh, will Osprey made some comments about you. He says, first of all, he says TNA is back so much respect for Josh Alexander. He had your, uh, your social social media handle there at walking underscore weapon. He is without a doubt, the right guy to have leading the charge. I wouldn't want nothing more to see you than in the G one this year. So there you go. Thank you all for allowing me to tick off the letters that created me, man. How cool is that? Uh, he included a picture of you and him in the ring, a picture of Kurt and AJ from an old school, uh, TNA match, Kurt. I mean, how does that feel to be included in the likes of a Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Will Ospreay, Josh Alexander? If that's not the cream of the crop, I mean, dude. It, it's not humility or anything like that. I just, I honestly never thought any of this was possible. Like, I thought my career was over in 2014 when I had my second neck surgery. And this has all been bonus, and it's all been an opportunity for me to right the wrongs and do the things I never did before. And I've just gotten, I've been lucky enough to get these opportunities to do the things that I never thought possible. And I keep, you know, I keep rising to the occasion, I guess. So it's all just a ride for me. Josh, just curious, what kind of surgery did you have to your neck? C4, C5 fusion. And then the second surgery, they, they had to clean some stuff up because there was some. Lap, lapendectomy? The second uh, no, no. The that's when they one, clean they, you out. Yeah, I, I guess that's what it was. Like the, the nerve holes. That yes, are going out yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did. And so you have a fusion in your neck. Yeah. C4, C5. Okay. For, well, at least it's not two because I think two is when it gets a little chance, you can't, you know, they, they tell you, you might not be able to wrestle anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a very good mobility for a one level fusion mm -hmm. and, you know, for eight years, knock on wood, it has been good. like the last thing that's caused me pain. So there it is, Kurt. One, two, three. Josh pins Will Ospreay right in the Josh middle of the DNA rank. Alexander wins. All nice. right, hear what Dave Meltzer says about you. I knew this match was going to be great, but I didn't know how this how great this would be. Don't think we've ever opened a year with so many incredible matches, but out of all of them, this one stood out. What does that mean to you 
when you hear Dave tweeting about you like that? Uh, you know, it's difficult because we, as we've highlighted that five-star matches are very hard to get. And <laughs> if, 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 if it gets a five-star match, it'll do a lot for my career. There's people out there that, you know, value all those things, you know, above and beyond the actual work that goes inside the ring. And for somebody who's watched wrestling for the last 40 plus years and is a respected person that, you know, rates this stuff, you know, it, it goes, it'll do a great deal for me and stuff like that. Um, it, it just caught, caught me off guard because I I've never been on the radar for that sort of thing. Like my, my 60 minute match at TJP that I think is one of the greatest matches, you know, in front of no crowd, especially that wasn't rated you know, things like that happen and you put all this work into stuff and it doesn't get rated. So, you know, like I said, we'll see what the newsletter says, if it does get five stars or, you know, mm. I, however many stars are possible to go to now, because I think it's above five. It um, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it'll only benefit me in my career and like where I'm going to go for where I'm going to go next and stuff like that. So it all, you know, helps my stock and I, I'm, I'm, I'm just honored to be in the conversation of one of the best now. Well, was it the best two match series of your career? Yeah, yeah, easily. I've, I've I've had a lot of two match series, but they've never been highlighted like this and on a stage like that. And to have it happen at the Palms in front of a sold out crowd, you know, with the rebirth of TNA, I think it all adds to the the drama and the suspense of the match. And I I, I hope that I get to experience something like that again. But if I never do, you know, this is something I'll never forget. At least you got it, yeah. Josh, once again, we cannot thank you enough for uh, for breaking down these tremendous matches. And as I said, you can watch all these over at TNAWrestling.com, the TNA Plus app. Use promo code KURT24. No surrender coming up, right? February the 23rd from New Orleans. And uh, and uh, what can we expect to see from that show from you, Josh? Uh, I... <laughs> I, I'm sure you'll get a marquee singles match. It'll be made in the next few weeks on uh, TNA okay. Impact on Thursday nights. Don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I'll be getting in the ring and you know doing what I do, just giving 100%, making sure everybody gets their money's worth every single time. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Josh. These are some of the best matches I've seen in a very long time. I, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I'm super honored to hear that from you, Kurt. Uh, thank you so much for having me, guys. Anytime. Yeah. You know. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. And, uh, maybe who knows, maybe one day down the road, maybe a YouTube exclusive or something. We'll have you back on and do it again for the third time. The first three times, three times, the only three times. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not just saying anytime to say anytime, honestly, guys, anytime. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a great, all right. Have a great rest of your evening, Josh. Appreciate you. All right. Kurt, what a show. That was fantastic. Josh Alexander delivered. Yeah. That was my favorite episode. Really? Favorite episode I've done. Yeah. That's awesome, man. He yeah. is such a great guy, sincere, loves the business. You can tell how much respect he has for you, Kurt. Um, just how he carries himself in the ring, the ankle lock. Uh, he's a fan of the sport, and it's just so cool to see someone who has dealt with some serious injuries like he has and what he's doing now. Some of the best matches he's ever done. Will Ospreay, one and two. Come on, man. You know what? And he might not even re- reach his full potential yet, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just scratching the surface. So, uh, uh, so, so good to have him on. And as I said, guys, and I know I keep saying it, but we're really proud and excited for what TNA is doing. Watch.tnawrestling.com slash sign up. Use code Kurt24. Kurt, we said at the beginning of the show that we had a major, major announcement to make. And it is time to do that. Would you like me to uh, to put to announce, or how do you want to do this? Oh no, I'll announce it. Okay. 
I'm pregnant. You know, it's it's you've you've worn it well though. And I mean, come on, look at how you look in that shirt. Uh, no, Paul, you tell them. <laughs> All right. Listen, I can't. It has been our honor and privilege week after week. Kurt and I don't miss shows. We've never done a best of on this show to be here each and every week and entertain all of you to the best of our ability that we absolutely can, especially if we remember everything that we're supposed to, <laughs> but also throughout this experience, Kurt and I have become really, uh, good friends, uh, throughout this. Yeah. And, um, but our goal through this show has really been to entertain you, give you great interviews with some wrestlers that maybe you haven't heard from before. Maybe you have and heard some repeat stories, but in a little bit of a different way and also relive Kurt's career in a unique format here on the podcast. Uh, through the last several weeks, Kurt and I have had a lot of uh, in-depth conversations about the podcast and we've made a decision and uh, we will no longer be a weekly episodic podcast, Kurt. Uh, you have a lot going on with your family life and appearances, and uh, you're trying to enjoy a little bit of what they call retirement. And uh, your kids also have lots of practices and things going on during the week. And then the weekends, man, you're off making those appearances and meeting and greeting fans and things like that. And so uh, we have decided that this will be our final weekly uh, episode of the Kurt Angle Show. However, that's not, not finished, the, that's not the period. What we want to make sure that all of you do, all of you do right now, is go over to KurtAngleTV.com and subscribe and turn on those notifications because Kurt and I will be going to YouTube exclusively and doing lives from time to time. Our goal is that after the end or be afterward, after WWE pay-per-views, Kurt and I are going to do some reaction shows, starting with WrestleMania. So after WrestleMania weekend, Kurt's going to be in Philadelphia. And he's going to uh, be busy all weekend. He's going to watch the show. I'm going to watch the show. And our first YouTube live will be talking about everything he did in Philly, all the appearances, and what he thought of the overall show. And so uh, we want to do that this year, not 52 weeks a year, but more on that pay-per-view style schedule and keep the YouTube growing and really make sure that we're still staying connected to the audience. Kurt, uh, I'm excited about that opportunity, aren't you? Yes, I am. And I just want to thank you and all the fans for, you know, uh, listening to our podcast. And uh, I've had so much fun doing it, especially with Paul. We become really close friends and uh, I love all of you. And I, I really appreciate that everything that you have done for you, you have actually made Kurt Angle who he is. Ah, so well said guys. The other thing is merch store still alive and kicking. And it's so funny. We have so many designs that have been added over the last three weeks uh, that it's the, the most robust Kurt Angle store we've ever had uh, at boxagimmicks.com. I just told Kurt, I just got my new Kurt Angle uh, dad hat with nice embroidered Kurt Angle this week, and I get to wear it for the last show, but there's all kinds of Kurt Angle merch over there now. Uh, I'm looking at the page, and it's more than just Meme Machine. Oh, we got all the Meme Machine over there, but they have an ice cream shirt with the ice cream bar, like the old Hulkamania. Instead of Hulk still rules, it's Kurt still sucks. That T-shirt <laughs> is over there. Uh, They're getting creative on this thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's some tribute to some of your old merch that you wore in WWE that we put a little bit of spin on. But my favorite for the Valentine's holidays is Sexy Kurt. Sexy that, Kurt. That shirt is now over there. You sent me that one last week. Oh, you loved it. And Milkamania, spelled out like Hulkamania. 
guys, check out the merch. We really appreciate it, but we are going to become YouTube exclusive and, uh, we'll be doing a, a few shows, uh, over there uh, again after PLE events, but, uh, we're going to go on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, for now, as far as, uh, yeah, for a few weeks until that WrestleMania show. So check us out. And this is the most funniest part of this whole thing. If you would still like to reward us and vote for us for the wrestling podcast uh, of the year, you can still do so. What a way to go out, Kurt, wasn't it? To win that award. <laughs> win the award. Wouldn't that be well, cool to still win that? Voting closes on January 28th, so there's still time to vote. And it's announced on February 1st. And the link is down if you're watching on YouTube, uh, and, and as well as in your podcast app. We provided the link down in the comments. But vote for us. What a hell of a way it will be to go out winning pod, sports podcast wrestling. Go out with a bang. Week. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so check that out. Kurt, with all that said, I can't believe this might be the last time we get to do some of this stuff. Check us out. That's where you want to follow us on social at the angle pod, but Kurt angle TV, Kurt, are you ready for the last time to tell us where we can find those smart snacks? <laughs> this is going to be emotional. <laughs> All right. We got oh, our snack, smart, crispy protein bites <laughs> Four different flavors. The incredible flavors. Uh, they're high protein, low carbohydrate. I use this every day in my diet. You're going to absolutely love the flavors. My favorite right now is sweet barbecue. Absolutely love it. Go to physicallyfit.com to order yours. That's physicallyfit.com. I promise you, you're going to absolutely love them. You can go to, uh, you can use the code AnglePod and get 20% off your first order. Or you can go on the site and sign up as a lifetime member and get 20% off for the rest of your life. It's, it's up to you, really. So uh, these are incredible, though. You're going to absolutely love them. Hey, Kurt, now the code AnglePod, will that continue to work week after week for them if they use that code? Yes, it will. Okay. Yes, it will. All I right. Cool. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Also, if you want to chase down those uh, physically fit smart snacks, there's no better protein shake than to do that with than the Project One Nutrition Cookies and Cream, Kurt. Tell them about your amazing protein shake. All right. I got the Kurt Angle American Dream Cookies and Cream Protein. High protein, low carbohydrate. It's cookies and cream. It's the best tasting protein on the market. I promise you, you got to try it. It's high protein, uh, really good for you. Uh, if, if you uh, go to the gym, everybody needs protein. You got to load your body up with protein when you're done. So try it out. Go to go to projectonenutrition.com. That's projectonenutrition.com to order yours. I promise you, you will love it. Your next favorite website, besides Box of Gimmicks and the Kurt Angle Show, where the merch is just off the chain, is KurtAngleBrand.com. Guys, this is the last time we get to talk about this here on the Standard Show. Uh, that's where you're going to find the cowboy hats, the milk cartons, the t-shirts, the photos, the cameo videos that Kurt will still do. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. He'll close that out every <laughs> single time. But that's where you're going to find it. Kurt, what are they going to find at the KurtAngleBrand.com? The whole ball of wax. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss that one. Oh, and don't man. forget, I got about 25 meme photos that are still. You got 25 left. You've sold 475? 475. Holy 500 shit. Sold. They're all numbered. You're also getting a, a certificate. Uh, that shows what number you certificate are. Certificate of authenticity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We even give, we have like a, um, we have a stamper. This is really cool. <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. Oh, here, put it over to the camera. I still can't see it. Move it no to the other side. Okay. Now, what is that? 
Uh, okay, you're, you're we're having problems here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just read them what it is. I can see your face. It's the meme it face. It says meme machine. Meme approved. The meme, meme machine, machine approved. approved. I see yeah. it. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry if you've gone dizzy and fallen off your chairs. Uh, so good. <laughs> be able to see it on there. <laughs> That's okay. It's too late in the game to try to start teaching how technology works. Listen, Kurt, I love you. This has been so fun, and we're not done together. Guys, Kurt Angle uh, TV.com. That's where you're going to check us out now exclusively. Make sure you turn on those notifications. And uh, Kurt, thank you so much for doing this show with me. KurtAngleTV.com. Check it out. Thanks, Paul. And I just want to tell you, I love you, brother. You are like a brother to me, and we will always be very close. And yep. we're not going to get out of touch. We're going to keep in touch. Oh, hell we're yeah. Be best friends forever. Best friends. You and me are best friends. All right. Kurt Angle, on behalf of your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. This is Paul Bromwell, and we won't see you next week here on The Kurt Angle Show. Subscribe, KurtAngleTV.com. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.